I'm Karsten. And I'm Liz. And welcome to Fly Over Crime. So we're just going to kind of not chit-chat a whole lot, but um, <laughs> did you follow, they called it the kitchen knife murder? I have not heard of it, and I kind of intrigued by it. Okay, I'm so surprised that I've like never heard of this. <laughs> the only reason I heard of it is because I was watching court TV. And they were saying, like, starting on Monday, the Daniel Redlick trial, the kitchen knife murder, blah, blah, blah. So I looked her up. And it's it's weird. I mean, it's Florida, so there's that already. And <laughs> There's already some weirdness happening in, down in the bayou. <laughs> so her stepfather eventually became her husband. Oh. So when her mom died, they ended up getting together, which... To me, I, I just with this is who I see you as, so this is disgusting. But apparently, they didn't feel that way. Gross. Yeah. So, so well, I, I mean, this is like some Woody Allen, Soon Lee type. Shit. Oh yeah, exactly. That was the example I used when I was telling my friend Aaron about it, mm-hmm. and because yeah. she hadn't heard of it either, and she's like, "Give me a name, and I'm gonna look it up." Yeah. So n- nobody had heard of it, mm-hmm. and it was actually pretty high profile because he was like in high ranks as an executive for the NBA. Oh, okay. So it got a lot of local attention for sure. Yeah. So I started watching. I looked her up. I read about this. And she was claiming self-defense, but she was being tried for murder. So she stabbed him in the kitchen with a knife. Oh, gotcha. So the kitchen knife murder. And Thoughtful and it kind very of, quick. It kind of fell off my radar because my attention, I'm like, I can't follow this trial for two weeks, whatever. Right. And so when we were sitting here, I just looked it up because it popped in my head and I was like, what happened with her? She was sentenced to 12 months of probation. That's literally it. Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> so I feel like we have this conversation maybe over and over again, at least when we're like just chit-chatting, not necessarily podcasting, but it is insane to me. The sentencing as it pertains to like murder versus like drug paraphernalia versus like, I mean, and I know some of it is like state statute right. versus like, you know, holistically like. <laughs> well, but... wasn't the, I try to keep up on the news, but wasn't the president recently trying to like make lesser drug charges less time in jail or prison? I believe so, but I'm also not going to act like I'm the authority figure because... Right, because he could only speak to a federal level, not a state level, right? Correct. Okay. And there's a different kind of jurisdiction there, right? Right. So I think that's actually where I get frustrated is that you get, like, basically state-level jurisdiction, and in some cases, like, you could look from, like, one... Like, a murder case that looks identical from state to state, and the sentencing is completely different. It also depends on the judge... There's just, like, all these confounding factors. Right. And I don't always think that punishment meets the crime. Yeah. For sure. And it's actually kind of fucked in that way. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like even though a judge is not supposed to be biased, I feel like there's a lot of bias in that. Yeah, yeah. Or political gain or... Whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. And you want to hope the best, but you kind of, I think, at this point, have to just, like, assume the worst. Right. Because didn't... I might be making this up. And I don't like talking about the Kardashians, but wasn't Kim, didn't she get some sort of honorary law degree without going to law school? Because she has that whole project that she's working on. Yeah, I kind of, I vaguely remember that. And I think that you're correct in saying that. I don't, 
if that is an actual fact, whatever institution gave her an honorary degree, like, so an honorarium, right, doesn't right. mean you're a lawyer. No, no, but, no. But, but regardless, I mean, you, there's some clout that comes with it. Right. And whatever, whatever institution gave her that, like, I just, I don't know. I, yeah, because I'm pretty sure I she didn't, like, try to take the bar exam or anything. No. Um, I also, I, I guess I don't know enough to, like, have an opinion. I just, as a default, assume that that sounds like a bunch of... Bullshit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So... Like, not to be judgmental, but... Right. Well, but I mean, a lot of things in the greater Los Angeles area is pretty much all bullshit. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, I have a story today that was picked out by a friend of Liz's from a pile that I kind of <laughs> curated. Yeah. Curated? Yeah. I he, can't say that word for some reason. Curated. Yeah. He basically carries like a big pile of paper around with him everywhere he goes, I would assume. I'm, I'm assuming that you're just like bringing this to Whole Foods as well. But like a big, massive pile of murderpedia documents yeah that are all i mean they're all stapled together so like each individual murder case is one by one but it was kind of like hey you want to just like pick one of these out of this pile and then i'm gonna talk about it today (laughs) well it's it's weird right because i feel like i give off the perception that i didn't do any of the back work for stories to tell when I don't it's think like you get that off at all really I think it seems like you are very well educated on what you're talking about because i mean honestly we I have enough material like... to cover us for an entire year oh no for sure so to... i really well hold on i really want to be clear i think that okay. if anyone looks like they're winging it it's me like you actually look like that you that you would have a big pile of information together and that you have sorted through it which is actually what happens i'm just like yeah, bring it over, and then I'll sit with you at the kitchen table, and we'll talk about it, and I'll laugh a few times. <laughs> like, well, and I am, by kind of default, a very... I don't see this in myself, but this is not the first time I've heard it, that I have kind of a critical thinking, analytic thing to my personality and my yeah, brain. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So I sometimes I get too into the woods with some of the stuff that know, I'm looking and that's at. Where, and that's where I have to dig you out. Yeah, sometimes. because like there's times where it's like three in the morning and I'm like, well, what resulted from this yeah. and this and this? No. And I'll finally tell myself like, just go to bed. Step back, yeah. Step back a second. Not important. <laughs> so we're going to talk about a woman today. And this story is kind of twofold maybe even threefold so there was a woman named son kim travis who was married by the way so i don't know how this kind of unfolds he was in the air force so i'm not sure if he was on like what do they call that like deployed oh yeah deployed to like a different country yeah well actually this was in 1979 is that around the time when the korean war I feel like there was a war. Vietnam? Okay, I will say as a cursory statement, there's always a fucking war. (laughs) Oh my god, even now it's so stupid. Right, like, so, I mean, just assume, yeah. Yeah, okay. some war going on. There was a war. So I'm just going to make this up and say he was overseas at the time. Yeah, that's (laughs) Because that actually tracks, I feel like. Yeah, no, for sure. So she was in her parking lot of her apartment complex and was abducted. Okay. So the next day, I don't know who reported her missing. I couldn't find the kind of the meat of this that I wanted to about the victim. Mm-hmm. 
But she was found the ne- the very next day at a trash dump in Tulsa. Okay. And I didn't say this to you earlier because you would have been like, mm. so she was raped and executed. <sighs> yeah, okay. All right. Which actually... I knew that there was something that you were withholding as we Just were, from like, the look on my notes. face. Well, because you just go, ah, uh, yeah, okay, and then this. And I was just like, there's something he's leaving out here. So this, is, this actually turns out to be a key component. Okay. Because this was 1979. So there was a man, and this is so insane. His name is Anthony Banks. He was already... When they, how do I put this? So in 1978, okay. he was a suspect and later convicted of murdering a store clerk at a convenience store. In the same way? No. This was, oh. this was a male that he murdered first in 1978. Oh, okay. And right. nothing went into if there was like psychological aspects recorded, if he had some sort of mental illness or something. Like I couldn't find anything about that. So they were looking at him... For that, he hadn't been arrested yet. I couldn't quite get the details on when he ended up getting convicted for that murder, but it was clearly after 1979. So they were looking at him, but they had no actual evidence. And this case sat cold until our little friend DNA evidence (laughs) was able to be utilized. So when it rears its ugly head. So in 1999, they were like, we have this technology now. Let's see if we can pin this on him. And because of his DNA from the rape prior to the murder. Oh, so they had. So, okay, let me ask you this. And I don't know if this is actually like explicitly in the information that you have. Or maybe you know. So back then, did they actually do rape kits prior to the... You know what I mean? Well, like, I've never really, like, contemplated it, but did they actually do swabs and then I, keep I, it? You know I what I mean? I don't think so, because they could have exhumed her body. I'm not sure, because I don't oh, even think yeah. rape was really a crime in all the states in 1979. It for sure wasn't. Because I, I, I want to say 1984 for some reason that year is sticking in my head. No, there was... I mean, I think that we talked about it. Maybe not here, but maybe we just discussed it right um, rape yeah like was not actually like a process convictable yeah right which is like super fucked but um but i was just curious like about like did they actually do a swab or did they they had to collect exude? something but i mean yeah. that far behind of that technology development mm-hmm. unless they kept i mean there's maybe she was still clothed and they took her clothing and kept it in evidence well and some of it might be just like did they have like nail fragments and there was like you know scratching under her yeah under her fingernail i don't know yeah i was actually disappointed because i couldn't find a whole lot on how they got to this point right yeah i think they were like this technology's here i'm pretty sure this guy did it yeah let's run this yeah so in 1999 like i said they convicted him so he was already on death row okay and his it says death row but his conviction for the death penalty was overturned but he was still in prison Uh, okay i feel like i'm not tracking nope i know it doesn't make (laughs) it doesn't make any sense but it says well i mean death row if there's no um oh my god what is we talk about it all the time what convicted of uh if they find you guilty and your sentence is death yeah if that's overturned I think you just sit on death row until you die. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's why he was on death row. And 
Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah okay. Sorry. Okay. So. So that actually makes some, some sense. Well, it makes sense for what it is, but it doesn't make sense in the judicial system because I still think that it's yeah. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> so, so, finally, in 1999, they pull him into an interrogation room, and they were basically like, "We we have you." He was like, "I'm guessing he'd be like shit." So he claims that he turned himself around in prison like everybody on death row does. Found Jesus. Yep, something like that. And um, he was actually fine with this, being convicted and receiving the death penalty. I think you get to a point where you already know like what your future holds, so it's, just, right. it's, it's inconsequential, right? You're just like, meh, okay, well. It is what still, it is. I'm still screwed. <laughs> like, Yeah, so after that... It, they actually, I feel like this is pretty, 1999, I couldn't find the exact trial date, but he was executed in 2013. Did, um, did they have anything about, like, what he said at the point in which, like, did he confirm that he had murdered her? Yeah, he said, there's Just a like, quote that I... says along the line, this isn't a direct quote because I didn't write it down, like, I realize I've done some horrible, undoable actions. Yeah, but that's like not an admission to that specific No, no, no. I think that was... His um, way? It wasn't his last words, but I think that is something he said prior to his execution. Okay. See, like to me, I could say that too. And that means, I mean, anything that I've done that I don't feel good about. Right. I feel like now we're a lot better about... If you actually have committed a murder, especially... Okay, so in this case, they had the body. Yes. But you know how, like, in some cases, they're like, okay, so then tell me, like, where you buried her, or, you know what I mean? Trying to give some resolution to the family. But, like, to me, if that was his only statement, that's so, like, broad brush Right. Well, then there's kind of a twist, too, that I probably should have talked about earlier, but I didn't tell you to put it in the notes. There was another woman. I can't think of her name off the top of my head. Oh, but I have it in my phone. <laughs> but as a matter of fact, I have it here. So, like a week before son Kim Travis was found, there was another woman named... This is so paused. I'm sorry. Pamela Tillette. Okay. Murdered the exact same way. Mm. Found at a dump. Oh, okay. So, yeah, there was definitely a pattern going. It wasn't him. What the fuck? Yep. See, I was going to be like, oh, good. They found, like, a serial killer before it became, like, a super serial serial." killer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't him. Oh. And they found the other guy? That I didn't read because I was kind of focused on the story. But that we, you know, that's true. You know, it, you know. Well, and we've talked about false confessions before and, like, all that oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I don't know. So, we have a couple of things that we really like. And <laughs> I'm not going to really try to pump this up because it's not really interesting. So, his last words were, this is justified. And then, I love you, I'll see you again. Which yeah. I feel like that could be taken in different facets. 
Like, I feel like that's super eerie, though. Like, is he talking about his victim? Mm-hmm. Or is he talking about, like, his mom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think the fact that it's kind of ambiguous is actually the creepy part about yeah. it, right? It kind of reminds me of um, when Eileen Warnos died. And, you know, she said that weird thing about, like, some alien stuff. Like, she had to the, the mothership. But, yeah. like... But, like what she said was ambiguous enough outside of the crazy alien crap where it was just kind of like, who is she addressing here? Where I think that, like, that's the same way. Like, yeah. What do you mean, like, you're going to, like, I'll see you again? Is right. that, like, in the afterlife or, like... <laughs> I feel like I if <laughs> if heaven and hell do exist, he went to the opposite it, place yeah. of her, so... <laughs> so maybe you won't see me again. Probably uh... not. I wouldn't hold my breath, but that's kind of... Well, and actually, I, I've got to, like, noodle on this one, but we for sure talked about what we would do for our last meal. Mm-hmm. I've never thought about, I've literally, until this point. Never, never thought th- about last words. Yeah. I don't know what I would say. I don't know what I would, like, want to have imparted on this world that would actually be... Significant? Know, yeah, of note. I, mean, I kind of maybe like would want to say something really fucking ridiculous, yeah. So that it would end up in a Wikipedia page of like craziest <laughs> last words. Well, or... we talked about that in last meals, and I can't remember. Oh yeah, he didn't get spaghettios. Oh yeah, <laughs> and those were his last words. I did not get spaghettios. And I we, got spaghetti. Yeah, and I we, want the press to know this. Yeah, and we were just like, that is like the sweetest thing to ever say because we're still talking about it. I'm spiteful. <laughs> yeah, I'm going he was down. So, he was so pissed about it. Um, but yeah, so maybe like I seriously, I'm gonna actually take some time to think about what I would want to. He was also executed in Oklahoma. It's an Oklahoma day. <gasps> Oh, We're starting this trend from our last episode and didn't even realize oh it. Oh my god, I fucking love it. And okay, yeah, we got to decide that we're what we're gonna do for our next one. I think. Okay. You know, I think it's. I feel good. like there's enough crime in Oklahoma it, that I could roll this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah. Speaking of which, what did he have? So he had three apple-filled rolls and two bottles of water. So, (laughs) an apple-filled roll. Liz was kind of going the crepe route. I I would assume that, I mean, okay, just roll as a general concept. It's either that or, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I guess it could be kind of like a a cinnamon roll type sitch. Oh, that makes sense, because actually that kind of is in line with what I was thinking, because I was like, like a cinnamon apple muffin? Yeah, something like that. Muffins are a little heavy. I don't feel like I'd really want that going out. I wouldn't want any of that going out. Right. Also, like, you know that I'm horrible about drinking water. That would not do me. I love water. I'm actually (laughs) going to take a sip of it right now. You can absolutely do that. As I contemplate, what else a, like, an apple roll could be? So I feel like it's either got to be, like, a crepe-tight situation, Mm -hmm. where it's almost like, like a tiny burrito, or it's, like, a cinnamon roll. And then I don't know what else it could possibly be. Well, you had said something about an Eastern European thing, and this isn't Eastern, but I know like Swedish pancakes are a thing where they have like a thin batter and then put a filling in and then fry them or something. Oh, actually. Or wait, that doesn't make sense. I think you would cook it first and then put the filling in. But also, you know what I'm thinking about? I don't know if this would be considered like a roll thing, but like a beignet. Oh, love beignets. So, like, what if... I, I actually don't know what anybody calls them. Also, I don't know what... I don't know why this dude is, like, calling him, 
picking this out. This seems like a like very out of characteristic for like what we're talking about. Right. So I was really disappointed when I found this last meal because right when I saw he was executed because we love talking about last meals, I was like, <laughs> I'm Googling this right now. And I Googled um, Anthony Banks' last meal. And I was like, oh, that's... That's a real letdown. Like I was getting it, like I was I building know. myself up for the finale, you know? I know. Well, and actually we I say it like it's a movie. This was somebody's <laughs> life. God. Until the last blow. <laughs> but like, no, but we've had some really good last meals, though, that we've talked about. And just to recap for any of those who haven't watched or l- watched, listen to our podcast about last meals. They usually entail, like, some sort of, like, fast food component. Yeah. Which we have found, like, hilarious because it's just, like, KFC or Domino's. Domino's. Or, <laughs> yeah. We were just like, why are people not plugging this? I don't know why you would want your institution to be associated with Last Meals, but, like... I'd be like, could you gold belly me in? Yeah. So, <laughs> like, a big slice yeah. of pizza from New York. <laughs> Maybe a pastrami sandwich from Cat's Deli. Yes. I mean, seriously. Like, if you could just, like, pull all the good stuff from all the good places and just come together. And usually for most states, they actually will accommodate whatever. Like, you can ask for insane crap and they will do it. I love that. I mean, not that I ever plan on On getting a last meal. Yeah. 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 But, hey, and they don't execute people where we live. I mean, and... I mean, you're going to die at some point, so if you want a last meal, <laughs> yeah, I you mean, just let me know right before the stroke happens. <laughs> every Sunday, I feel like we should just preemptively have a last meal. Oh, that would actually be very cute of us. We can do it <gasps> And it while... is Sunday. I know. You have a meatloaf in the oven. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I... shit. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I got to make sure that I take that out at some point before I burn the house down. <laughs> so our last meal today will be this meatloaf that I just threw in the oven. Uh, Irvin. <laughs> Based on some stuff that Paulus and Sally gave me, so very plug, nice plug for my mama. <laughs> Do you have anything to eat with it or? No? Oh God, I keep no. I everything have... goes back to food with me. No, I actually I have a bunch of greens that we can oh. like put in the air fryer. I mean, so I've got like hmm. green beans, I've got asparagus, I've got Brussels sprouts. That sounds good. All the stuff. Yeah, I'm being a real full fledged adult over here. <laughs> I'm loving it. All right. Well, I well, on I mean. That note. <laughs> It is an interesting story. There just wasn't a lot of background, which was kind of disappointing. Um, Yeah, that's kind of all I have for this episode. No, I think that's awesome. Well, and I love that it actually just was like one of those things where you pulled a pile of paper out of this huge mound of all this Murderpedia stuff that Karsten's walking around with. And then he brought you this information to Well, because when I was leaving, like I had the microphones in that giant, like reusable Grocery bag? Yeah, we got to make sure that you bring that home. Oh, that's right. By the door. (laughs) And then I grab my backpack and I'm like, my computer weighs nothing. Oh. Oh. (laughs) I don't don't have all that paper. I have an entire ream of paper weighing down my back. Oh, like it are. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's actually more because I went through more than one ream when I was printing them out. Oh, yeah. I Well, I buy it. I mean, there's a lot of paper sitting here. We actually, I will take a picture of this and post it. Okay. Um, I think that people would appreciate the volume. I mean, this is like a full encyclopedia. Yeah, it's... Of Murderpedia. <laughs> it is an encyclopedia of Murderpedia. In the Midwest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very specific. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. If you like this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. Five stars, please. And we will catch you next time. Have a good one. See you guys. Talk to you soon. Goodbye.